Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hi, this is Jackie Cation, and welcome to the Dark Forest. It's episode 29, and it's exciting times. The websites, of course, dorkforest.com, jackiecation.com. There's a donation button, and there's a merch button. People have been using them, and I say, God bless you. Good work, people. And if you haven't used the donation button or purchased a Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt, those are attainable goals. Knock yourself out. Uh, the credits, of course, Patrick Brady fixes the audio, and Mike Rickberg sang that song you just heard, and also at the end. Somebody said they wanted the, the Mexican hat dance as a ringtone. I don't know how to do that. Uh, best of luck, uh, those of you who do. Maybe that's your dorkdom. You know how to make a ringtone. Knock yourselves out. Vilmos uh, keeps up the, the website, so if you want him to do yours, there's a link at the bottom of that. He also has his own podcast called Green Room Radio, where he interviews road comics, and it's fascinating. Anyway. Let me introduce my guest. Steve Benequist was on the old version back in the day with Joe Wilson as my co-host. A little call-in moment, Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to the show, Steve Benequist. Thank you, Jackie. I'm so happy to be here on the new show. And Emily Maya Mills, fancy lady. Fancy. I don't know why. I don't know why I've called you fancy, but I'm doing it. <laughs> Thank you. You're Thank fancy. you for having me. All right. Yeah. I'm psyched you guys are here. What? Uh, yeah, so we're just going to essentially... You haven't done it. You haven't been to my living room in uh, Van Nuys before to talk about dorky things. Beautiful. Nope. It is beautiful, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Rainy day. It's a gray day right here in Los Angeles. (laughs) Just off Van Nuys Boulevard. Should I not say that? The stalkers. You don't want the stalkers to know. Jackie (laughs) has fans and creepy fans. I mean, awesome. They're all great, right? Wow, I don't have any creepy fans. And and let's keep it that way, people. You're you're all very (laughs) lovely. So far, everybody's been very nice. I'm in the book. By the way, it's uh because I'm in I'm listed me and Hannah Youngman and Malcolm X and me too fantastic right and Steve Benequist so you mean you're you're in the phone book is what in you're the phone book. Yeah. yeah 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 oh are wow. you in the phone book I doubt it I don't uh, I don't remember the last time I checked uh, if you don't know you are you are unless oh. you don't have a landline anymore. I don't have a landline there you go so keep so your you, pants oh, on yeah, when yeah. you come to my house <laughs> keep your pants on For, yeah. wait, some of your listeners might not remember what a landline is <laughs> oh. My listeners do because my listeners, you know what? They they span the. They're, they're, I got there's some Ute out there. There's some Ute, the Utes, some, some post nine post nine eleven Ute. <laughs> That's what I think of them as the uh, really some nine year olds, saviors. I I think there's some some uh, some ten twelve year olds out there. I think that they were born right around nine eleven. And then there's the uh, then there's the bearded youth that are out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, ten, ten twelve nine year olds. What the, the, those with are hormone problems. Those are more your eighteen to thirty year olds who uh, who have got the bearded youth movement. A happening. wide swath. Swath. Mm-hmm. Swaths should be wide, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? So, one of the things, uh, what I like about uh, Steve Benequist, he sent me a list as long as my arm, which I like. It makes you a renaissance <laughs> man about what kind of dorkdoms you wanted to talk about. And you said you knew the history of words. You have, you, you're sort of a wordsmith. You're fascinated by uh, what's the history of the word swath. Any idea? Swath. I don't know specifically, but I'm going to guess that it is uh, of English origin. Uh, you're going to go Anglo-Saxon? Yeah, Anglo-Saxon, yeah. All right. I feel it's related to textiles. Am I wrong? 
swath textiles. Oh, it's I not like a that. Big piece of cloth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or does it rhyme rhyme so, with cloth? So I thought that. Also, <laughs> no. a swatch of cloth is a is a chunk of. That's true too. Yeah. I yeah, but it it's could, a span. It seems like a good like good arm sure. span or something. Yeah, I, I I like that. I don't uh I don't mind that. I'm I'm in favor of it. Uh, I do like I do like I've been listening to a lot of Tolkien professor and he had this guy on who is a philologist. Okay. Which is uh, the history of word, dude, uh, and he was talking about how he's not a very good philologist because to be a good philologist, you got to go to Germany for nine years and oh. learn like a dozen languages. Why does that have to be Germany? Boring. Because so, yeah. the Germans know things. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the Germans are very thorough. Kind of like it? the Mormons and uh, and genealogy. Like why them? But uh, it happens to be them. It happened. Mm-hmm. Are the Mormons into genealogy? Yeah. If you want your genealogy, if you want to know where they're you come your from. go-to, so yeah. they can lie to you. Yep. They they, will, yeah. Let us make they, that up for you. <laughs> they will make that up for you. They'll say, you know what happened? In upstate New York is where it all began. <laughs> Jesus came there. And it was beautiful. We trace your origins. So to Rochester. <laughs> <laughs> SUNY. He went to SUNY. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah... Uh, I've, there's been a lot of Mormon talk lately. There, there. Um, I've met. Uh, uh, I, I know, of course, a couple of Mormon comics because I, I play Utah, and I read uh, several Mormon authors because I read a lot of science fiction, and uh, they're everywhere. They're everywhere you want to be. Mormons, they're like Visa, <laughs> right? <laughs> Isn't uh, and most of them are sane, you know, because most, right. like everybody, there's the fringe, the crazy fringe. Everything right, starts of everything. off as a cult, and then it ages and mellows, and uh, right, and and then the people who are still as a cult are on the edges, yeah. right, right, and then the next generation is born, and it sort of gets a little like there's a new generation of Scientologists now, right? Yeah, like people well, wasn't Beck up. born into it? Yeah, yeah, and the the Be- the Rabisis as well, the the Giovannis and the the Gal. You know, I, I think what happens is, and this is, I'll, I'll label myself a skeptic. About organized religion, mm-hmm, uh, without sure. uh, mm-hmm, wanting yeah. to denigrate anybody's beliefs, but um, <laughs> no, no, safe space, <laughs> <laughs> safe space. Mm-hmm. All right, I mean, but you get to have an opinion. It's uh, Scientology is a recent enough religion, right? Extremely recently created that people can kind of pick apart what they know about how it was formed, right? And, and without getting into all that, right. uh, I would say once you're born into it and once it's multi generational. Then you're not choosing it. You're not getting into it for other reasons. And then you get to question it from within. Right. And maybe someone like Beck or, or even the next generation will be. And I think that is how. You're talking about Beck the musician, not Glenn Beck, right? right? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, because, no, because yes. Glenn Beck actually converted and became a Mormon. Really? Hmm. Yes. He converted to Mormonism here in his 40th year or where, however old. Recently? Yeah. Like not long ago. On air? What? No, I I don't know that. I I mm. first of all, I can't watch it. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a hard enough time watching the regular news, much yeah. less hi. Yep. I have an opinion that I'm going to pass off as news. Uh, so, but yeah, but so so Beck the musician was raised as a Scientologist. Yes, uh, I only I've heard. Well, it. you know, know, as a from theory. childhood, I don't yeah. I don't know. I that could look it up. Put it. in the notes. Put in the notes. Put in the notes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but that I think it's a similar generation as the the Rubisi. And who else am I trying to think of who is born? Rubisi was raised in it also? Yeah. He's someone I've run into. I mean, we've never met, but I've seen him like one-on-one in restaurants. For Me too. Reason. Yeah. Him and... to eat out though, right? Yeah. I mean, the Scientologists, right? <laughs> it's okay. There's no culture of Scientology. Well, the, my problem is, and I do have a small problem with Scientology, is just because uh, the, the belief system of L. Ron Hubbard, it's not like someone has created a religion around Martin Luther King. 
or mm. Gandhi or they weren't worth it or Jesus. Ah, oh, come on, <laughs> <laughs> not like L. Ron Hubbard. Well, well L. Ron no. Hubbard, like he he actually purposely said, "I'm going to make a religion, and I'm going to make a religion, and this is going to be the mythology of this religion." And it wasn't like he was the sort of great guy who, who mm-hmm. pr- propagated a hey, why don't you be a decent? Because that's right. what I love. Quite honestly, about Christianity, right. it's a lot of be like the nice man in the picture. Yeah. That's what I love that about That divine spirited individual should yeah, yeah. be an inspiration. You, to the it way should that be you a behave. good egg. Right. If, if you're going to make a religion, it should either be a good egg or you're a Satan worshiper. And right. you're like, I like that guy because he's specifically not a good egg. Yeah. You know? right. And L. Ron Hubbard was neither. Right. He was just a guy. A yeah. Guy. He was Science just a fiction business. And not guy. even the greatest prose writer I've ever written. I don't read. I don't know if you've ever tried to read any of his mm. stuff. Try. I mean, Battlefield Earth was the Citizen Kane of shitty movies but uh, <laughs> but here's the thing it, it's way too much about money uh at the moment for me to even take it seriously as a religion i, I have to say it just seems very suspect but what my point i was getting at before is i think if it's around long there's no getting rid of any religion every little sect that ever existed as long as there's someone alive to perpetuate it it's there but um people but, seem to need it yeah but maybe like by generation it. five of scientologists there'll be enough people demanding honesty in their own religion they were raised in that they'll It'll kind of mellow into something less Ooh, gross. What about the other stuff? Uh, like what? Listen, like what? Emily, Emily Mills. Emily uh, Mills. <laughs> yes, at Emily Maya Mills Twitter. Yes, M- Maya. But that's cool. Is it it's, Maya? It's Maya. It's I good. Like, I have a niece named Maya that spells it. That oh, way. interesting. And but my uh, but Andy always pronounces it Maya because that's how he would pronounce it. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. M a y a. M a y a. Yeah, like the Mayan Indian. Oh, like the Mayan. Mayan. Were you named after the Maya Angelou? No, I don't know. Why you were named after Maya Angelou? I was. Uh-huh. I know why the caged bird sings. Why? Tell uh, us why. I don't want to read it? it. What is what is happening with the caged bird? <laughs> Seems like a lot of work. Oh, it's inside of a cage. Um, <laughs> hey, that's kind of all there is to it. So <laughs> there's outside, there's inside. It's inside. I can see outside. Um. Yeah, I mean, I was raised with no religion, zero, mm. which is oh, pretty really? unusual. Yeah. Okay, so were you raised as a as a practicing atheist? Like, no. was there chitter chat about how religion was bad? There was t- there was a tiny bit, but not. Or was until... just everybody didn't want to get up on Saturday or Nobody Sunday. Nobody wanted to get up on Saturday or Sunday. Okay, there, but there was there was a void of information. It was sort of like figure it out for yourself. I was actually obsessed with it because I was like, they get to go to this organized thing where people sing and there are kids and they have snacks. I thought the Eucharist was right. a snack, <laughs> um, and I would often go spend the night at friends' houses just so I could go like to church with them. Christ it up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, nice. That's um, I got. I got nieces like that. I got a niece who was like, "I want to be baptized when she was 12. Yeah, yeah. I was. My mom was like, "Well, I, I went to a Catholic high school and when applying for it, they where said, did you go to high school? What in town? San Francisco. San Francisco. And you went to a Catholic high school. I went to a Catholic high school because your parents uh, were liberals and yet didn't believe in the public school system. Right. There we go. Very yeah. nice. No, right. I think it was because I started in private. I then went to public due to troubles, and then that Wait was not Wait a minute. good. No. How <laughs> many that troubles? Good? And what um, kind? How many troubles? Well, I mean, that's a whole nother. Was it? What? What was it? Uh, were, were you a troubled youth? I was a troubled youth. If you're a troubled youth, then that—that that, <laughs> I think we can all speculate on what that was because yeah, you're eleven. Sure. Yeah, and it anyway. was—it was pretty 
and uh, and, and when you were a child, years. were they were they junking kids up? Were they medicating at the time? They or? were not. You know what? I was right on the cusp because I I was like sort of always like pulled aside for let's figure out what's going on with your learning. And they're like, well, once we test you, you don't have anything that we can figure <laughs> out, and you score in the ninety seventh to ninety ninth percentile and. Right, you're Verbal, not an idiot. So you're not an I don't idiot. know. Yeah, you're exactly. just kind of acting up, and you know what you are? You're a child. It well, turns out they, I was a child, and they also didn't have ADD at the time. It was like two years later. Two years later, they invented <laughs> oh, ADD. Boy. And they they got awesome. it. They got the ADDs like a couple years later, and yeah. uh, I'm sure that would. Did you ever been... see that Simpsons episode where um where they where they put part on the? ADD? I just watched it. It was on really recently. They reran yeah. that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was. I. I always I found that that to be an excellent episode of of because he's. You know, it's like look what it does to rats, mm-hmm. and they all go and sit in their desks, <laughs> and you're like, ah, oh, I want to cut myself. Yeah. There's no cutting yourself. There's, There's no cutting. cutting. <laughs> they didn't invent cutting when I was a kid. They didn't have that yet. Either. Well, yeah, some sure. kids pioneered later. and and were doing it. That's know? it. They yeah. just. It was like, now it's everywhere. It's. I remember I had a crush. Um, in uh, I think when I was 11 years old, I was the uh, crossing guard, and, and our big thing, as a treat for all crossing guards for grade school, is we got to go to um, uh, an amusement park. But I lived in rural, uh, Wisconsin essentially, and so we went to a park. I kid you not, was called Dandelion Park, named <laughs> after a weed, and every ride had a, a death rattle, weed. a death death rattle. Yes, a beautiful weed that'll spread. And um, but I remember. I had a crush on this guy who was also a, 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 a Brian. God, I remember. I forget his last name. Whatever. I'm sure Brian he's on K. Facebook. Well, what was it about Wisconsin that they trust 11-year-olds at the crossing guard? It was always an old lady in, in my community. Is that? No, no. There was, um. well, when you were in sixth grade, you were allowed to be the crossing guard. Wow. And then there, in uh, and, and the big street where there was the light, then they had, for some reason, yeah, yeah, the crossing guard was where the light was. That's ridiculous. Hmm. Why didn't they have it where there was no light? Because then I was in charge. And I was 11 <laughs> and the junior high kids. And I did it when I was in junior high. Because I, I was in charge of making sure the little kids would get across the street okay, right? And the junior high kids would come by and they'd be like, I don't have to listen to you. I'm 12. I'm in junior high. Oh, oh. that burns. All right, it burned. It totally burned. But guess who did it when she was 12 and 13? <laughs> <laughs> Badass. Big boss. My, all of my schools were surrounded by one-way boulevards in every direction. There were like no crossing guards ever. Wow. Did you ever get hit? City streets. I actually got hit by <laughs> a car twice in my wow. life. Really? Two different times. Yeah. Not just like. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, you were a pedestrian and uh, you were hit by a vehicle? One time I was a pedestrian, I was hit by a vehicle. I was actually more like a drunk 15-year-old who ran into the street and I got... Ute. And we're back to trouble you. I went back to trouble you. <laughs> and then the other time we were in this sort of accident where like a tire blew out on the freeway. This was also in high school. A tire flew out, blew out on the freeway. We spun in a 360, ended up backwards on the shoulder. And when we got out of the car to like, and we were sort of up on the other side on the Ivy, we're waiting for help. And this car came around, lost control or lost their brakes or something and ro- just mowed us all over, like ran over all of us outside of the car. All of you? All Damn. of us. Wow. They hit all of us like bowling pins. <laughs> wow. Did anyone, does anyone work in the door? Just to get like, any extra kids, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I got a bat. <laughs> Good Lord. How I, many kids? Like four kids? Five. There were five. All girls, yeah. All Does girls. anyone hurt badly or? Um, the worst was, pro- seemed more, in the end, seemed, it was like more of a case of shock because she was actually dragged by the car. Her hair was stuck in the license plate. She was Holy dragged shit. by the car, but had Holy no. Can we swear on this? Oops. Yeah, you can swear. I'll get a towel. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, that was. I think we might have enough napkins here. 
Emily uh, uses her hands when she talks. I do. Yeah. And I almost cool. got backhanded during the I wonder yeah. how much how <laughs> nervous you've been for the last 15 minutes like, with the hands. Um, but yeah, we all survived and there were no broken bones, oddly enough. Some ripped hair, it sounds like. Some some ripped hair. Yeah. Some, some license plate in the hair. She rolled out from underneath that other car, and the license plate was still in her hair. Ugh. It was... Did you get the guy's license plate in her hair? <laughs> yes, we did. Nice. Um, yeah, and that, uh, that friend actually is a... I forgot why I got up. I forgot why I got up. I got up to get a towel. And she has milk like, in her hand. I'm going to get some more coffee and some milk. It's not like there's a show going on. No. Right. Hey, talk amongst yourself. All right. All right. Steve. Yeah. Looking good. Looking sharp. What's this button Thank down Thank you, shirt too. For? Always been an admirer. I, well, oh, my specific attire today? Yeah. I you... thought you were saying I was handsome. You are. Oh, Come thanks. on. Um, I interviewed today for a running gig. Oh, congratulations. Awesome. Well, I didn't get it just yet. Well, but I mean... On just the yet. Just yet. Thank you. We won't name it just so you don't have to answer everybody's... Oh, right, right. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's... Uh, it'll be fun. Uh, I would I would enjoy it. Good. Yeah. Good. little... Uh... Is it sketch comedy? I'm just going to talk. No. In the distance. <laughs> uh, I did just finish writing on a sketch show. Um, but a televised sketch show? It is. It is. Ooh. A sketch after a fashion. Um, but this one is um, an old VH1 favorite that's coming back. So oh, good. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, that. That's why I'm wearing this nice shirt. Great. Yeah. I would try to guess it, but I am... Mm. I missed about did, 20 did you years write of for television. The old, a nugget? <laughs> did you write for a, a nugget of VH1? Uh... Uh, that is my assignment. They say they can't tell unless they read it. This is all fascinating for somebody, I'm sure. Well, it's nice. I'm back now. We can get back. Nice back. Guess what? I got We were drowning. <laughs> we were drowning in coffee. It's uh, We were talking about our childhoods. Mm. Now, what I also like about uh, the two of you is that you've done some traveling. I've done a, I've done traveling. Yeah, a lot of road. A lot of road. Yeah, you do. I've been to all over Nebraska. We know that. <laughs> I've done Montana. Have you been to Australia too? I have been all over Australia. The Montana of the, the Pacific. The Montana <laughs> of the Pacific Rim. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. It's a, yeah. I did. I spent ten weeks in Australia. So uh, cool. wandering around. That was Beautiful. neat. And um, but you guys. Um, so what? So what I like is that is that. Steve sent me an, uh, an email that said, I speak several languages. Are you fluent in several languages? Not anymore. Uh, I'm conversational in Spanish. Okay. And uh, a very long time ago was the seventh best Spanish speaker in the state of Massachusetts. Oh, my. Of people who took up? the test. Did you, <laughs> you know. did you grow up Did you grow up in Massachusetts? Uh, I went to high school in Massachusetts. I grew up in New Hampshire before that. New Hampshire. Hampshire. Yeah. Not a lot of Hispanic, uh, Spanish language stuff going on. No, no. At the how's time your, I was growing up. How's your accent? Uh, I have a good accent. Good. Yeah. El techo es blanco. Do you know what that means? Huh? I, I don't uh, know what a techo is. What it's is a it? ceiling. Taint. Oh. It's, the, it's the only thing taint. I know. Not a taint. No. You're taint. still a troubled you. Taint, Mine goes straight taint. to the taint. <laughs> and you know what? It taint none of your concern. <laughs> mm. Thanks for playing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that was? What was that? A joke, but the word joke comes from gioca di parole, which is Italian for wordplay. Wow. Oh, there. Is that where the word joke came from? Joka is literally to play. Yeah. Oh, Jocare. It's uh you know, I remember one of the first jokes I ever saw you do, Steve Benquist, uh back in the the old stand up when we were doing uh, uh I think some something down in Westwood, um, was about Sepulveda. 
And you do have an excellent accent. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you have an excellent. It's about the street, Sepulveda, not the uh, the man. The man. And Mulholland. I the get legends. it mixed up. Mulholland. Mulholland. <laughs> I, think, yes. I think he was very white, Mulholland. Yes. <laughs> enormously. He, he was the one who stole everything from Sepulveda, if I remember correctly, didn't he? That yeah, all sense. the street names belong to, like, ranchers, Spanish ranchers ah. that owned huge tracts of land. In fact, I was in Malibu. You ever wonder why Malibu is Malibu? No. It sounds guess, Hawaiian, doesn't it? It kind of. But it isn't. What is Malibu, it? Malibu, I guess with the U on the end, yeah. The Chumash Indians that lived around here. Right. Uh, and lived in Malibu, they called it Humaliwo, and it means the surf is loud. Oh. Yeah. And then that was the Spaniards. private beach? <laughs> it doesn't mean <laughs> you can't. Owned by celebrities? It, owned by celebrities and you can't go on here? Exactly. exactly. We, we have nine dogs. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. This is- yeah, the Chumash Indians. I learned about the Chumash Indians because you know when you when you move to a new state, you don't have the history of that state. Totally, yeah. And you can't draw that state. Like I don't know how to. I I can draw Wisconsin. Oh. Um, what states can you guys draw? Just let's just go. There. I can make a three dimensional diorama of California. Wow! Right, because Done you it. grew up in Done San it. Francisco. Yeah, you've been there. Yeah. You can, you know the coves, you know the bays, you know all the little outcroppings. Can you draw New Hampshire? I could draw most states in a rough shape. I don't know how would. How no, many no, we're do. looking New for Hampshire? detail. Very specific. Yeah, Massachusetts. Can you draw the Cape? Yeah, I could draw the Cape, but still, I wouldn't know every little cove. Not every little cove, but I mean, like, like Wisconsin's just sort of a a, a paw. It's kind of a hand, mm-hmm. and um, and so that's easy. I could to do, do Nevada. I think. Could you make it out of Play-Doh? Wait a minute. <laughs> Ooh, Plato. You could make it out of Plato. It's a little right. Wow. So when I when I moved to California, I didn't know any California history mm. because I also know the you know more history of Wisconsin than anything else because of grade school, mm-hmm. and you get you know, and so I learned about California history through a science fiction series that Cage Baker wrote. Cage with a K. I've recommended it before. I will recommend it again. If people are bored by this recommendation, <laughs> fucking read it, and oh, then okay. we don't have to talk about it anymore. Right. Cage Baker wrote the Company series, and it's about uh, immortality and time travel. Hmm. And it's but he also funny. wrote a history book? It's a woman. Oh. Uh, and it's historical Excuse fiction, because it's about... Uh, Normally, immort- Cage is a man's... No, it's not anybody's name. <laughs> right. Exactly. I think nothing. she made it up. She lived in San Luis Obispo, or... where She lived in the... No, Pismo Beach, the clam capital of the world. Mm-hmm. That's what... Uh, and she just passed away last golf year. as well. So. <laughs> golf as well. There's a, lot, a nice... A lot of golf there. The That's world it. has a clam capital? Let's get into that a little bit. Is it... It also has a garlic capital, probably a crawfish capital. Are there clam suburbs? Are there lesser clam cities? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's got to be lesser. There's clam adjacent. (laughs) (laughs) Tiny things that claim a tiny stake of the border. Clam capital. Well, so, but that's, I mean, I think it's a self, uh, self aggrandizing. I think that they've claimed it themselves. They're going to own it. Yeah. And, uh, and if you have so little, let's not take it away from them, shall we? The people of Pismo? It's true. I would venture to say it's not true. I mean, I don't mean to oh, take for away real? from them. Yeah. Okay. Because it's Wait like a, a numbers game. I took it easy yeah. on Scientology. You know, no, maybe. I draw the line. Really? Okay. <laughs> draw the line. That seems like a very Northeastern claim to make on a... on. Well, California... But this is, that's California. California does... Oh, oh, oh you're saying somewhere Northeast. in the Northeast. Yeah. You're, you're saying be. like Maine right. or New Hampshire right. or something more... Or Massachusetts. Clammy. More shellfish-oriented. Mm. But, this, but you guys got a lot of coast right here in it's California. True. There's a lot of talk. It's true. There I, are a lot of ATVs in Pismo Beach, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people... They got the dunes. A lot of people doing the dune buggy thing. Doing the dune buggy thing. But what I've also noticed about... Uh, kind of the Bay Area. What, what I like to call... 
the middle of California, not northern California. I agree. Because it's Look at dead frickin' center of the state. Yeah. I mean, I think of northern California, I think of Crescent City. Eureka. Which is another Stockton. eight hours north. Yeah. yeah. Another eight. By the way, I took a gig there, not realizing how big California was. And I was like, <laughs> well, could I, I'm, I'm going to drive it. It was a 16-hour drive. Oh, it was ridiculous. It was the dumbest gig I've ever done in my life. It was within Crescent City, California. Is like right on the Oregon border. That's like one of the six armpits of California. Is another one Modesto. Well, how many arms does the state have? It's got a lot. It's big. It's yeah. like the fourth biggest uh, economy in the world that's failing. It's very nice. I want their conjoin. It's a conjoined triplet. Oh. <laughs> one big sort of. pit. Is there one? Can they all? F- is there a confluence? Well, the biggest pit I would say is probably Fresno Bakersfield. Uh-huh. What about the sweatiest pit? You know Which... that our our nephew, uh, my nephew is. Uh, he said two things I never thought anyone would ever say. He grew up in Lindsay, California, mm-hmm. the, where the olives are made, oh. where the olives are harvested. And he said, "I want to go to Devry in Fresno." And I said, "Wow, those are two things I never thought anybody would ever say." <laughs> really? And he wants With to learn programming and, and be done in three years. And I was like, "Well, that's great." But his girlfriend was going to UC Berkeley, and he got accepted to the UC system. Someone's trying to break up. Whoa. <laughs> Someone hates conflict. Well, let me tell you something. Explained. He likes Fresno. And, uh, and I was like, really? I've never been to Fresno. And he said, it's great. And I was like, really? I doubt that. I doubt that. Yeah. But okay. But it's fine. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's fine. You it's know. probably fine. There's, a, there's, I mean, but jobs it's not there. a hipster. It's not a, play, a hipster conclave. Right. My brother just moved to Omaha and from Chicago. Omaha, Nebraska. Hmm. And, How are you uh, feeling about that? He's feeling okay because what I've heard about Omaha is that there are actually, there's a very nice, very small uh, artistic community and um, and there's a little coffee shop bohemian community. Mm-hmm. And he's a simple man of the people. He only needs two coffee shops, right. you know, to go and try to meet 22 year old women. Two artists, two coffee shops, and a. That'll do. Poet. We need lots of coffee shops. <laughs> right. In Los Angeles, there's 11 million people. You're right. going to need more than one hipster coffee shop. They're there are, already crowded. There are 18 places to buy coffee within a one mile radius of my place. Really? Sure. Your, 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 your place is gentrified. Do you know what's never coming to Van Nuys? Starbucks. Really? It's not happening. There was a truck on fire about six months ago behind our house. Somebody, somebody lit <laughs> well, what is that? <laughs> I love that those are related. There'll be no Starbucks. Right. It means there the gentrification. Yeah. You make it sound like there's riots in the streets and they're lighting trucks on fire in response to You know what? I will say this. A Starbucks. Is, is that I was last night I did a show in uh in this in Hollywood mm-hmm. over on Hollywood and Western. And that is a dirt baggy neighborhood. Holy crime. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I walked out. I was like, I need uh, something. I'd forgotten to eat. So I was like, I need something to eat. There has to be a subway or a Quiznos or some fucking thing around right. here. And um, I passed two strip joints and a liquor store. Uh, and, I, and I was like, I actually feel vaguely unsafe. Oh, I yeah. don't feel That's good. little Armenian, my friend. Well, and you're half Armenian. That's Hollywood that, and Western. That's, that's Hollywood and Western. It no, doesn't feel like a little Armenian. You're on the edge of it, really, but yeah. Right, because yeah. then there would have been an Armenian restaurant, and I would have been psyched, because mm-hmm. I would have gone in and gotten myself a little sarma and uh, possibly some lamb. Yeah, you follow mm-hmm. the scent mm-hmm. of the Drakkar Noir, and uh, there you are. <laughs> oh, oh, that's one of those uh, lands of the lost. in Hollywood and Western? Yeah, I think so. That's interesting. What, one of my light bulbs just went out in the in the house. It's always it's always an exciting. It's a blow by blow. It's like you're here. Doesn't it feel like you're here, America? <laughs> like you're here. I think that happened when Boniquist uh, made fun of the Armenians. So. Oh, dun, dun, dun. yeah, some Armenian overlord. 
uh, <laughs> it is happened. Los Angeles yes. where the Armenian mob lives. Armenian. It's a uh, it's a great it's a great uh, it's a it's a great opportunity for young Armenians who grew up in Los Angeles to be cast as a Russian mob. Yes. Yes. yeah, it's that very is, nice. It's like, is. do you want me to do the accent? Yes, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will talk to you like this. <laughs> <laughs> There's very hard case instead of G's. Oh, yeah. got Bliss. I'm sorry, Bliss. I went to Glendale High School, but I can do the accent. It'll be fun. <laughs> you ever heard sort of... David Feldman's joke about Armenians? And he's like, my daughter goes to Hollywood High. There's a lot of Armenians there. Friend of the show, David Feldman. Yeah, hilarious, great comedian awesome. and writer. Um, in fact, the valedictorian's name was Val Edictorian. <laughs> Ah, perfect. <laughs> I love that. Joke. Perfect. Joke. That's that's a little punny moment. <laughs> it's inoffensive. Yeah. When I was a child, my father would always say uh, we'd always look for Armenians in the credits. Yeah. Because I'm from Wisconsin and there's nine, so uh, we'd always look for Armenians in the credits. And whenever the technician would come by, <laughs> he'd be like, "There's one." Uh, yes. Is that why I you moved here? I thought that was a setup. We he used to a... look for Armenians in the credits. Mm. And there would be some kind of hilarious. Function. There was, and there was, there was technician. Technician. But you have to remember, it's my father who right. says things like, "See those cows? You know what those cows are? They're outstanding in their field." <laughs> every time, <laughs> every fucking time, makes uh, you wanna. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, I laughed against my will because he's ja- a funny guy. <laughs> Jackie, you did a great um, solo show about your dad. I did, and another one about your mom. But I, I... I'm writing one now about my siblings. Tentatively um, called uh, "How to Raise My Brother's Kids." When you're the youngest, all you can do is judge. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is there a chance that, that anyone awesome. can ever see or hear? Or are you ever going to do it again? I mean, it was really great. It was oh, thank you. Personal thank you. and funny, and really well done. Right, and, and still cancer-free. There was very little poignant. It was just sort of funny, and 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 and, and there was some poignance. You, you delved into. There was some. There were some issues submission. addressed. Yeah. I think that there was some healing, but uh, there, there was important. Yeah, and it was. Um, yeah, I, I'm hoping to put it up again. I, that's why I'm writing the third one. I'm hoping to a trilogy to do the trilogy. What uh, would be the Hobbit would, of your series? What would be the the pre- the prequel? <laughs> <laughs> like, my dead mother oh. and uh, oh. how our lives became better when a motorcycle happened. Ah, oh, really? Out loud? Why would we record that? Why would I record? Edit. That? Oh, sorry. No, what? I got sad. Oh. You did get sad. I don't did. get sad. Okay, I wasn't sure. I didn't right. know what was happening. Hugs. I was like, did Hugs. that happen? I don't know. Should we? She's hug from you? San Francisco. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about uh, the the Emily Maya Mills. Uh, Dorkdom of meditation and how you were raised here, dipped, 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 dipped right? You were dipped in, in granola land. And, dipped uh, in granola land. Just a little claimed, on your shoulder. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there is. Right. Uh, my mom claims to have, like, sprout sort of baptized me in a lukewarm hot tub. Like, oh, I did. I did. I did. <laughs> when, uh, when, when we were landing on the moon or during Woodstock or, uh, possibly when, uh, Kent State was happening. Yeah. When, <laughs> it was post, post all of that, but she's still... too young for that. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm showing my own age. Sorry about that. No, <laughs> no, no. I was late, 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 late 70s, very late. Oh, fair enough. So when, when, uh, but John Lennon was still alive. Mm-hmm. But We're going with that, all right. Uh, Caroline yeah. Ray, I met her over the weekend, and uh, she said, do you have any kids? And I said, no, and I have like six eggs left, so let's <laughs> <laughs> And she said, I had, how old are you? And I said, what? What? Are, what, are we, we're doing that in public? How old oh, are you? Oh. And, uh, and I was like, I'm 45. And uh, she goes, I was, was 44. I was 44 when I had my kid. And I was like, yeah, and you'll be 65 when that kid is 
you know, and she's and taking care of your downturn syndrome, having kid. Oh, I couldn't say syndrome, could I? No, but bad things happen. You have to be careful when you, you have kids be. when you're older. Yeah, you know? it's true. It's a. It's, you know, they're adopting. supposed to be the loveliest. Adopting is nice. Yeah. I heard uh, Danny Bevins did a joke about how those are the only children that are really wanted. Yeah, the ones that are adopted. It's uh, true. I feel like that about my rescue pup. He's like an angel. You have a rescue pup. I do. I How'd, do. What'd you do? Get him off the open water? That's a, yeah. Maria, that's a Maria Bamford joke. Sorry about that. MariaBamford.com. I wish. I did once rescue a pup out of the middle of traffic, but that, this is not the one. Um, he, Was that one of the times you got hit by car? I should have been. <laughs> it should have been me and a little piece of pepperoni like, hey, stop. Um, <laughs> no, the, my puppy came from like an SPCA in West LA, but he is a baby angel and he's Chihuahua and Jack Russell, neither awesome. of which I could handle. Chihuahuan. I like that. That's very respectful. He's Chihuahuan. <laughs> he's appropriately Chihuahuan. <laughs> he, uh, but, but when we were talking earlier about the ADDs and the Ridland, I was like, that sort of is what happened to him because he got the two hypers and it made him very mellow. Hmm. Oh, they sort of uh, X'd each other I out. I guess so, yeah. It's... You have a mellow Jack Russell Chihuahua mix? Yep. That's bizarre. Super mellow. That's if awesome. there was a desk, he'd sit at it. You know what I mean? Right. Hmm. He, he like would have lined rats. right up like the rats. That's exactly. awesome. Exactly. What'd you name him? What'd you name him? How old is he? You say he's a puppy. He's, or is he just emotionally he's just a puppy? Emotionally, he's a little he's, baby. He's emotionally a little baby. He's uh, he's two. I named him General Jack Mills. Uh, I like little, titles on animals. Yep. That's good. Yep. I really like that. Ranks. Who was who, who he? General Jack Mills. General Jack Mills. When I was a kid, my grandfather was Jack Mills, and he was a uh, fighter pilot for the Navy. And when I was a kid and first started. During the Good War? During the Good War. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Well, we're yeah. still fighting it. We're, we're talking about Iraq, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, Libya. That's the new one. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. That's the awesome war. That's the war. fantastic war. Um, joke. Uh, he. <laughs> He, when I was a kid and I first started uh, reading, uh, the cereal boxes were like the first things that I could read. And I thought that General Mills was my grandpa. I didn't understand that. Like, that was an <laughs> oh, I like that. Thought, yeah. That's I awesome. Really did. I was did like, you encourage that, I bet, too. He was <laughs> yeah. like, yes. Yeah. As a matter I asked of fact. My, yeah, my dad. I was like, is that my grandpa? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You read any good um, cereal boxes lately? No, I don't have any cereal. I don't know why. I just don't. Sam- For some reason, like cereal and sandwiches just have bored the living hell out of me. <laughs> You're done years. with cereal and sandwiches. I don't know. I think it's just for a decade or so. Like, what I'll about pho? Are you bored of pho? I had pho the other day. Yeah. What it's is good. Oh, pho? You mean yeah. the PHO, the Vietnamese yeah. soup? Mm-hmm. Oh. You I can't enjoy be over a big soup. Yet. I enjoy a big soup. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially on a rainy day. It's now raining outside. That's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a place in San Francisco called. Uh, I think it was named after, uh, there's a city in Thailand named Phuket. Yeah, right? I've been there. Yep. Um, but because really? of pho, that's amazing, because of pho and the way that that's pronounced and that everybody everybody thought it was called fuck it. And people would be like, I'm going to fuck it. I'm going to fuck it. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to have some soup. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for playing. Thanks. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> why, why must I belittle my own jokes? Just own it, sister. Own it. Own it. Um... Let's talk about Thailand. Did you go? Did you get to see ping pongs coming out of somebody's park? Yeah. Um, that's what people do. That's I what did do, right? actually Bang go to one of them Bang sex shows, yeah. Well, I mean, it'd be like one of going those... to a, a two-legged dog show and not going, I got to see the two-legged dog. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Ping pong. You, you, didn't, pussy. you didn't touch Tadpong anybody. is the name of the district. Is it? Uh, <laughs> it really, it really is, yeah. Oh. It was weird. Well, here's the, what's weird, the Phuket and Pho thing. Mm-hmm. The French were the colonizing power in that area, and that's yes. why it's spelled fuck it for us, but it's pronounced Phuket. Mm. Phuket? So they, why the H? Because that's 
Because uh, that's how you Frenchify it? That's how you Frenchify it. <laughs> All right. They're also trying to uh, approximate whatever. Let's all just mumble gibber for a little while. All right. Um, Do you speak French? Un peu. Un peu. Si j'étais un garçon, j'aurais un zizi. That means if I were a boy, I would have a penis. Oh, awesome. Give them statement. I took five semesters of French. Passed three of them. Passed three of them. Huh? Up high. Yeah. There we go. Let's Three way high five. That's a high fifteen. That's <laughs> a high fifteen. So, but I, I've always and I studied Southeast Asia in college. I can't believe you went to. Did you go to Vietnam as well? I did not. Uh, I was with some friends and they had longer time. I only had like two and a half weeks, three weeks. So I if, went around. If someone was going to go, what what would you recommend? Like the coolest thing. Everything to see? I did was a lot of fun. I went to. I mean, Bangkok itself is so huge. Um, it has a lot of things going on. It has a really nice zoo in the city. And then there's a really sad, terrible zoo south of it. <laughs> and you know, it's really miserable. They have, um, they have, uh, it's an alligator farm or crocodiles. Uh, and they're like the most highest number of them in any one place. It's a hundred thousand crocodiles. And you walk in these elevated walkways and they're swarming around below you. And you can buy for like 50 cents some raw chicken meat and you throw it and you watch them swarm over each other. And it's uh, really gross. That sounds And that's the terrible horrifying. zoo? No, with a zoo attached to it with animals in it. They're in tiny cages. It's like zoos here in like the 1930s or something. And like a monkey with a tether. So it's like... One of my first my. dates Mangy with animals Andy is he this. was like, I'm going to uh, take you to this beautiful... It was like a big cat zoo Ooh. up the coast. And it was the saddest date ever mm. because the big cats were in these tiny cages. And he's like... It makes them look bigger. I'm sorry, I've brought you here. Uh, don't don't judge me. Don't judge me. And uh, but it was romance. the romance was lost in an in an hour drive up the coast, so that we could go look at like a white tiger in a in in a card table size cage. Had Andy been there before? Or? No, no, oh, okay. no. He had just read about it, and he was like, "This will be something girls like animals." Right. I'm going to take this girl to see a big fuzzy cat. Exotic. Not knowing I'm allergic to cats, oh. <laughs> I'm not allergic to giant predator cats oh. i'm allergic uh they have different dander i think they have different dander <laughs> and i think that uh i'm the only part of the being allergic to them is me being eaten by them mm. i'm allergic to that Ter- terrifying the san francisco zoo is one of the saddest places really because it's so close to the beach and that marine layer it's not a marine layer it's like it's fog. Fog. fog you've ever you can't even see your hand and so those Giant, you know, they just look. But camel isn't enjoying the fog. What's Camels that? and fog don't mix. No, nor do elephants. No. Um, and fog. any number oh. of animals <laughs> are not used to fog. Dense, elephants. sad, heavy fog. L.A. Zoo. I swear to God, I almost saw a, a monkey try to kill itself. Oh, uh, the L.A. Zoo. Who gave it that sad. pistol? <laughs> Who gave it the rope? I mean, it literally was playing with a piece of rope, and I'm like. Don't do it. Don't. Don't do it. Do it. And yet, why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Living in a cage. No, I'm not totally anti-zoo. I feel like um, at this point... No, I like the, the, the San Diego yeah. wildlife. Uh, I went yeah. to that last That's year. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 And I've been on safari in Africa. Like you, It's it's close to that. You can actually okay. see... Holy crap. You've been Africa. on a safari in in a Africa? couple different ones. Yeah, I've been on a safari in Africa. <laughs> <Just throw that laughs> it in sounds there. like I'm bragging. A friend of <laughs> no, mine showed me. Charming. No, it's great. It's great. <laughs> a friend of mine showed me that Planet Earth video. You know uh, that it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Really, really amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And um, as we were watching it, uh, I found myself sharing these stories, and I, I felt like I was bragging, but really, I just I realized the sum total of my traveling. I really love 
spying on naked animals. Uh, <laughs> I just like <laughs> seeing them where they live. And yes. Yeah. Taking their pants I have, off. I, I, have, I have a theory that animals are like, find a human friend. That's why That's why the ones in the ocean don't evolve. They're like, do you, know, do you see what you're wearing? There's no reason to hang out with me. No. There's no reason to hang out with me. Oh so what did you get to do? Where, where, what countries in Africa have you been to on safari? Um, I lived in Zimbabwe for a while. How long? A five months, and I went back for two. This is a semester in college. Wow. Um, and then I, at that time, also visited Tanzania and Zanzibar. And then later on, I went back and I went to South Africa and Mozambique. Wow. Amazing. And, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, uh, the Kruger National Park is in, um, the northeast of South Africa, and it's the size and roughly the shape of Israel. It's enormous. And then surrounding it are other privately owned parks. And you can, we hired this guide. I went with my then girlfriend and we had a great time and had this, uh, Afrikaner guide. He's like, yeah, uh, I'm the only one who will take you on a night march. They call it if you go on foot. Cause he's like, I carry a nine millimeter pistol with me all the time. Which does so, that do anything to a buffalo that's mm, charging? You did not have to use it, but thank I mean, you. Good, right. good. But to we know. saw lions and you know other tigers and bears. Yeah. No tigers. No, I don't know. No, if I could any African it. bears either? Hmm. Did it feel like intrusive, or did it feel literally like you're observing the natural occurrence? And what, there did was they no... know that the yeah. animals know you were there? Yeah. Mm, generally, yeah. Um, but there, I've had some, they weren't safaris, but I've had some times where uh, they didn't necessarily know. Like, uh, I was in, when I was in Zimbabwe, they have this, like, ancient ruins of the city. And no one really goes to it uh, there. It's in Bulawayo. And you can, um, I went with my two friends and they got high and wandered off. And they talked the whole time and didn't see any animals. <laughs> but I was by myself <laughs> and was not talking. And uh, I was looking down this embankment and there was this troop of baboons on the other side. And um, they were all just doing baboony things and drinking water and right, just hanging out. Yeah, wow. And these wow. other kind of monkeys though did notice me and started coming up through the trees towards me. And have you wanted to study wildlife? I mean, is it is it what, what draws you to the nature type of thing? Uh, I don't know. I always have just enjoyed it. I mean, that's one thing about L.A. as opposed to New York and other cities is I love that you can walk. You know, go on a hike, and in Griffith, you feel like you're not in a big city, mm-hmm. right? Because it's it's. I think it's the size of Central Park is Griffith Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and huge. it's and huge. mountainous-ish. I just love right, and there's hills and yeah, but the coyotes on nature that. is cool. The coyotes, yeah. Now that I have a little doggy, I just I'm like constantly like ready. I feel I had so many thoughts of like, Are is you it like a any- shark? Can I punch it? In the, if I punch it, will it Nine like back up? Generally, back away from from people though. But they'll snatch your doggy. But. If you're right there, you've got your dog on a leash. Yeah. You know what? There's another dog that you could rescue. Just think about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. What about the dog that isn't rescued because you have a dog? <gasps> I feel bad for them because I see them. I'll see them wander down to, to like, Franklin Boulevard or, like, down to, like, Silver Lake Boulevard. The yeah. Oh, the coyotes. The coyotes where it's just like, oh, you poor thing. And it's like, it's rough times and there's not, I think they're just getting closer and closer because there's not enough to eat. Mm-hmm. And then I feel bad, and then I say, get away from my dog. I can see you looking at chops and looking at it like a little chicken. <laughs> right? Because that's all it would be. It would be just a couple of bites and done. Oh. Yeah. How much does uh, does the ch- ch- Chihuahua Russell 
weigh? Churrasal, uh he's probably 60, 15 pounds, 16 pounds. Oh, okay. Oh, he's called a jackwawa. Yeah. Is that okay? <laughs> jackwawa. Yes, it, yes. Oh, I don't mind that. I, like I don't that mind that at all. It's you. It's, uh, so you've, you've been, to, you've traveled a lot. I had, I, you know what? I traveled a People bunch. should go places. They should. Should they? They absolutely should. I traveled uh, quite a bit between, like, in my teenage years up until mid-college, and then I haven't much lately. I wish. I have the bug, and it's been so long, but when I was, f- like, 14, 15, I went to Egypt and Israel. I went to- Did you see the, the pyramids? I did. Wow. Oh, awesome. I really want to see the pyramids. They're amazing. We, After, yeah. I, I, I got a windfall. I, I made a bunch of money, and I was like, I'm going to go- to Egypt, and that was when they lined all those people up against that wall and shot, shot them. them. Yeah, and I was like, "Never mind." Were I've they always... tourists that they lined yeah, up? Yeah, oh. were, it was bad. So and, but at least they were in a line. I mean, that's right. They did. Orderly. It was very tidy. Yeah. It was very mm-hmm. tidy. And then I wanted to go to Indonesia because I'd have always wanted to go to Indonesia. And then there was the big bombing in Bali, and I was like, mm. uh, "Why did I not pick another country and just go <laughs> live in New York?" Uh, this was in two thousand. No, I kid. Uh, uh, so. <laughs> 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 I did leave New York that that August and got here. Oh, before 2001? 2001, yeah. Before sep- September of 2001? Before, yes. Left, but spent three and a half weeks driving out. Now, that was amazing, driving across country, cross country for three and a half weeks, sleeping in, like, pup tents and going to, like, Graceland oh. and the Grand Canyon and, like... Oh, there the you go. Oh, so you Smoky did, Mountains. like, American stuff. It was... That was amazing. I mean, all of it was amazing. Cuba was amazing. But Cuba. I think it was, yeah, like, about Cuba. sort of... Yeah. Yeah. I will just say about... How'd you the, get there? Um, okay. Flew from... Raft. Yeah, San Francisco to uh, Guadalajara. Guadalajara to Mexico City, Mexico City to Cancun, and then Cancun to Havana. Right, because you can't fly direct, if you, or you can probably now. I think I think it's mm, been dropped. Yeah. I think but, you can now. Uh, at the time, like as of two years ago, you could not. Yeah, it was 96. Yeah. So you couldn't, and, and we had, I went with a group um, that was like bringing school supplies and uh, educational supplies and just general oh, supplies, nice. materials, needed materials. Uh, and it was sort of a memorial trip for a friend who had done um, some charity work down there and then died suddenly and tragically. And then, so we sort of did this outreach program. But it was like, aside from that being... A bummer. It was an incredible experience, and it was very right. pre. There was not a lot of American money there. there were, like the dollar was, I mean, if if it, someone saw a dollar, yeah. you know, I mean, the the children climbing up onto the buses and just rocking it. So like, please don't leave. Like, if you gave them, you know, the lotion you had or something like that, sunscreen or something like that, right. it was just like, it, it was probably a worse idea to try to like hand out goods personally. It was like, yeah let the facilitators do it because there was such desperation. Yeah. But there was also like a, so much joy. I mean, that when you have nothing, you kind of have that. Yeah, I was yeah, in grab Yugoslavia a guitar. in oh, uh, yeah. 1989. Wow. And, uh, and I oh gave uh, a soundtrack to the Big Easy cassette tape to a guy. <laughs> God. It changed Big lives Easy. forever. <laughs> There's an entire family of Yugoslavians <laughs> that are just we're just listening to Cajun music. Tina, sweet, you know it's the Big Easy. They would do things a little different down here. Isn't there a town in Yugoslavia called Zydeco, but spelled differently? Probably. Yeah. I'm unfamiliar. I'm unfamiliar. More K's and Z's. There is no more in Yugoslavia. Oh, but, yeah. uh, that's right. There's Macedonia Serbia and uh, B- Bosnia and Croatia, uh, Croatia and, and other towns that uh, tiny, tiny countries. Tiny countries yep. 
where you can also buy Fanta. Mm. It's Fanta. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want Who doesn't want orange soda when they're traveling? Warm orange soda. <laughs> necessity. Yes. I call that a necessity. Necessity. Did you ride a camel when you saw the uh, the pyramids? We did actually. I think uh, with, I for the pyramids that- at Giza, we were on horses, but we definitely rode camels, and we were we were in Alexandria and Lenox, and <gasps> yeah, at uh, Atwan was the hottest place I've ever been in my life. Wow. How, how long were you in Egypt? We were there. And did you go with a group or did you go with um, friends? With a family. I was like 14. I think I can't remember if I was 14 or 15, but my friend's family were, they were jewelry makers and they were, they were jewelry makers in the sense that they did like harvest festivals and craft festivals. And so. Renaissance they, fair. Very yes. much so. Sweet. They sent Yieldy. three kids to private school on like $21,000 a year of combined income. It was like insane. I mean, it was all, they were. Can't yeah. do that anymore. Well, in no. be- well, yeah, but in between turkey legs, people want to buy. <laughs> some found jewelry. It's right. actually jewelry made out of found art. Exactly. They would travel the world. They did a lot of like uh, Asian coins and like they would combine different sort of so they did a lot of traveling beads and, and everything. They did a lot of traveling and racked up a lot of points and actually Egypt was just a destination that they had wanted to go to and hmm. They invited me, and my mom was... I used to do things in my teenagers where I would just call up the airline and be like, I want to go visit my cousins in Arkansas and, like, make the arrangements and then put my parents on the phone and be like, I booked the flight. (laughs) like, what? (laughs) I went to Kansas University to visit, like, my big sister, my, you know, god sister or whatever. That's amazing. I've done a lot of that stuff. I was way more adventurous before I started, like, trying to focus on achieving things. See? (laughs) ADD is the way to go. Don't focus. Don't Don't bother focus. Just live in the moment. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like being 15, though, and just thinking you know everything and you're like, like, guess where I'm going? Hot Springs. Fuck off. Yeah. And yep. like, <laughs> exactly. Nice. It's very pretty. Hot Springs. Yeah. We went to Hot Springs. Oh, yeah. I was there visiting a cousin. That's when we used to play Eucharist. We would, uh, I was younger then, but we would, we would put the little one in, in a backwards shawl of some kind and Eucharist. serve her wine. What is that? Is it you? Oh, you would play we communion? Would, yeah. That's exactly. We would exact, play church? We would play communion. We would take, uh, we would take out the center of white bread and <laughs> ball it up into patties and then put grape juice inside of a goblet. I would have wanted to hang out with you then. I don't I know. Thought you said I, euchre I, at first because I learned oh, the euchre. card game euchre, euchre when I was 15 from some kid. I you, meant communion. I was playing cards. You were playing Christ. Interesting. But that's an awesome. It's like because then other kids are playing army yeah. and other kids are playing D&D and you're like, no, no, we're going to pretend we're Catholics. Yeah, it's I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea the meaning behind it. I was just fascinated. I mean, I was fascinated by it all the way up through high school and being agnostic, atheist, actually. I was in, in high school and was at that Catholic high school being very like anti and we would cut mass and do all of that stuff. And then that'll show. You cut mass? We cut mass. Go to Japantown, eat sushi. Damn. Uh, growing pie. up in San Francisco, <laughs> you know, in South Milwaukee, uh, if you wanted to cut class, maybe you went to Taco Bell for a little while. Mm-hmm. It closed down. Guess what? A town that can't sustain a Taco Bell, there's trouble. There's trouble there. It's, That's uh, probably a good thing. Yeah, you well, don't need a Taco Bell. My, my dad was like, I was in the Mexican part of town, and I was like, what? And he said, I was by the Taco Bell. And I was like, oh, racism. You're so funny. You're Isn't so- that accurate, though? I mean... <laughs> There was, I'm from uh, my town in New Hampshire. I grew up in, uh, had no Mexican food. And I unfortunately learned that I loved it at some point. And there, you know, there's no, now there are Mexican restaurants there because Mexicans have spread all throughout the country. That's right. Which is awesome. Welcome. Thank you for your awesome food, Mexicans. Right. And thank you for your good work. Yes. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who aren't good workers, uh, hey, you're American. (laughs) 
No. I just realized what the, I saw some guys taking siesta the other day on my front lawn, but I mean they were working. They were just gonna. You, you have know. a front lawn. Well, in my building. <laughs> oh. My building has a front okay. lawn, and I was like, that is <laughs> that is still sort of an awesome idea, just because it's like. Just I don't a napitudinal, like I mean, at like two in the afternoon, yeah, we're going to chill out for lunch. about 40 minutes. Was exactly. it that really rainy day the other day? No, it was a okay. beautiful sunny day. Good. But it sort of implied to me that like there is sort of a love of work because you're not like racing to get home sooner. You're like, oh, I have a job. I'm gainfully employed. I'm happy to be doing this. And like somewhere in the middle of this, I'm going to take a little nap so I can sustain it. You know, mm-hmm. And then I'm going to work until seven. Yeah. It's going to be exactly. fine. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Okay. It's a function of uh, also the... That originate in Spain, right? When it's With that hot, hot. Yeah. what do you? I mean, it just makes sense. Stop working for a couple hours. Sure, right? Don't, yeah, it doesn't don't make torture any... yourself. Yeah, right. Nobody's arguing. Yeah. <laughs> do you have Sarah Palin notes on your hand? The inside. Oh no, oh. I don't have on my hand. Remember freedom. Why does it say that on your hand? Because <laughs> I forgot about freedom. Go rogue. Don't forget. Oh, you know what I like to write sometimes on my hand? Listen. Which is uh, another way, a polite way of saying, shut it, Asian. <laughs> Wrap it up. Oh, to yourself. You, to myself. What, oh, for yeah. when you go on, on stage or no, doing no, the show? No, no, or? with people, with human beings. Just, How about, because uh, I am chatty. I'm very, very chatty. And I like so that. it is nice. It's good. It's nice. But it's nice to also uh, hear what other people are saying. Yeah, that's a good connector. It mm-hmm. helps, helps sort of ground things. What do you I was going to say that. Oh, what? What? <laughs> it's uh, Ellen. What? Can't uh, hear anything. What? What's your um? What? What's the? Now, do you, you? You really like meditation and all? We never got to really talk about that. We have about ten minutes left. Sure. Let's do it. Yeah. No. I mean, I, 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 I like my whole thing is that I was raised with no religion. I have no interest in religion. I just lately have realized that uh, breathing deeply is very helpful. <sighs> And can be very helpful for, for all kinds of things. And, and so I start. This, so you weren't raised with a, like a yoga or. With breathing. Uh, with, no. with a breathing exercise. In fact, I so. even in college, I went to a, uh, an acting academy style program or academy style or conservatory style program that was all focused on this one woman's breath work. Uh, curriculum and I was like, all right, great, let's like do some scenes. Yeah. you know, I just didn't. didn't <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. Why don't I just act? We don't right. have to breathe. Yeah, we don't okay. need to breathe. It didn't make any it's sense. Very Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's do it. Um, but uh, lately, I mean, a few years ago, I met this woman who does this transform breathing stuff, and it's basically just like full body breathing. And the thing is, is that you just flood your body with oxygen. That can't hurt. Gets you kind of high and makes oh, you yeah. very like Stony McStonerson. <laughs> well, it's oxygen. Four twenty, dude. Really, is that you just kind of are? It's easier to sort of connect to the all and everything. Nothing. How do you hold? I want to bite breathe? your hand. Oh. Well, you. I mean, there's like a there's a sort of technique to it, but you sort of try to breathe, fill your belly completely, and breathe into your toes. <laughs> okay, so you concentrate on different parts of your body as you breathe. Yeah, and it's, and it's supposed continual, to sort of, and it's like a sort of huge. And how long do you do it? The, the sessions would be like 20 to 25 minutes if it's guided or otherwise you can do it for like 20 to 25 minutes. And your hands and fingers will start to tingle. It's mm-hmm. like super healing. I guess now these days there are oxygen bars in like Vegas where you can go and do breathe excessive amounts of oxygen. And it he- it's very, very healing. So, I bet you it's anti-aging. It- yeah. It is oh. supposed to be anti-aging because that, that you know what people will buy anything. Anything, <laughs> yes. but, I, but I do, I do feel like nothing else. I do feel like positive results from that, and I don't think it has anything to do with 
um, uh, a man who wrote a book and said things thousands of years ago. I think it's just like, you know, at this point I've realized that I try to wake up in the morning and have, you know, thanks and gratitude for things. And after all of these years of dissecting religion and trying to wrap my head around it, I'm like, well, I guess that's prayer. Sure. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Call it. Yeah. Sure. You could call that prayer. For sure. Why not? Similar boat with you. Um, I, although I did, I was made to go to church for the first 10 years of my life, but. What kind of church? What kind of church? Episcopalian. All right. Whitey Whiterson. (laughs) My mom, listen, I'm actually related to George Washington. Uh, Are you? on the wasp side of the family. So yeah, you there's... guys have been around I thought for a you while. Were going to say just kidding. You're not. No, you're no, not, I'm not kidding at all. I'm not. Wow. And Benedict Arnold. Did you find it? And Benedict Arnold. More directly to him, actually. Wow. Yeah. Not and, your uh, first claim, though. No. And, and no doubt some slave owners, because George Washington. Yeah. There and you Benedict go. Arnold both. There you That'll go. happen. But um, slaves aren't my fault. We just got here. They're uh, just, there you go. They're just <laughs> awesome. Um, hey, Jersey Shore is not my fault. My ancestors are <laughs> from Italy. <laughs> Mills. Oh, my mom's side. Okay. We both have the Anglo on the mo- on the dad's. No, no. On the mom's. Anglo. My Mills Italian is your dad. Is, Mills is my dad. So yeah. it's flipped. Okay. My Italian side is my dad's, the ah. Beniquists. Okay. And uh, he had already given up on uh, Catholicism. And oh. he meditates every morning and every night. Oh. And, uh, and then I, I meditate also. And I, I had this awesome class. I went to a public high school, Brookline, Massachusetts, where Conan went. Ooh. And Dukakis and uh, the, a very uh, liberal not school. Together. No, they were classmates. Oddly enough, Dukakis was held back twenty years. <laughs> I was like, "Isn't Dukakis like twenty years older?" <laughs> but um, they let the teachers create their own classes, and like, I took a semiotics class, huh. and there, there was another one called Body Mind Research. It was so yes. great. It was a PE credit and a science credit, and my sophomore year biology teacher was this person that she taught us basically everything you learn in Psych One Hundred and One tied in with like acupressure like stuff that can be proved and discussed and meditation love it and we did meditation um and what you're talking about the breathing there's this one awesome exercise where you uh and you have to have someone with you when you do it because it can be like dangerous you can drown (laughs) well you inhale and you exhale as deeply as possible without any pause in the middle if you normally when you breathe you take a pause right and uh my fingers curled up like in a claw Mm -hmm. and my toes too and uh I laughed like that deep belly laugh like that you have about 10 times in your life. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. incredible. It's really And incredible. it's real. I've yeah. seen, I've been in sessions, classes before and you, and I don't always do, I, in fact, it's rare that I'll do like a full 20 minutes. Sometimes if I have something and I, and I feel like I need to sort of check in, I'll just do it as many times as I can. Five, six, 12 breaths, whatever. Oh, like the big giant breaths? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sometimes sounds a little weird, creepy, but it works for me, whatever. No, but what I was going to say is that in almost every session I've been in, there's always like a a dude who's like weeping uncontrollably. Yeah. Somebody's it opens your laughing. emotions up. Yeah. I mean, it just connects you to all of this stuff. And, and what's you know. it called? Well, there, I mean, the woman that I studied with is, does something. I think there is that like a particular technique one? called transform breathing is what, what I've studied before. And the other thing I was going to say that I found so fascinating was that I flipped open or bought this like double, double bill, uh, Aldous Huxley book at one point. It was like Doors of Perception and Heaven and Hell. I can't remember which one it was in. I think it was Doors of Perception, but just flipping through it, he immediately starts to talk about how First of all, he backs up the the sort of breathing stuff with science and research and then talks about how with all religions from the beginning of time, whether it's choral singing or chanting in Buddhism or any of that stuff, achieves the same effect. It's basically this, you know, purging of air and like pulling of sort of refilling of oxygen in a continuous 
uh, like Kenny G in the circular breathing. Exactly. <laughs> so what he's, is that? He oh, that's uh, Kenny G can hold a note longer than anybody else because he circular breathing is uh, he's able to keep pushing air out through his mouth while inhaling through his nose or something like that. He can. D- does he credit his success? Uh, I think it's all to his hair, actually. Oh, fair enough. I it's don't know. you know, um, Smooth. that's you know, because I do. Uh, I'm doing this uh, Heller work which is a bodywork thing that uh, is supposed to release all these emotions by working on the fascia that covers all the muscles on your body. It's sort of like rolfing. It's deep tissue um, mm-hmm. massage. And um, You rolf? I've been rolfed. Hmm. I've been rolfed. <laughs> Sweet. He was Didn't very- he play piano for the Muppets? <laughs> yeah. He did play piano. Oh, and by the way, our new governor sounds exactly like him to me. I can't help but hear the dog... Rolf, when I hear Jerry Brown. Our new old governor. Yeah. Uh, new old governor. I'm sorry, though. I derailed. Oh, that's, no, that's yeah. fine. Oh, no, it's, uh, away. Well, the rolfing thing is, it's like, have you ever, have you ever heard of rolfing? Yeah. Not exactly. I, I know, I know. That it's, it's like a, a deep tissue massage thing. Ida Rolf, uh, her son couldn't move. And so when he was born, and so she had a theory that it was because his, his muscles were all tightened up. And so she would do this, uh, super deep, uh, trying to elongate the muscles. Hmm. And I guess, um, he could walk by the time he was about 10 or 11. Wow. Yeah. All and thanks to Rolfing. All thanks to Ida Rolf. And then she had uh, um, a, a student named Joseph Heller, not... Oh, of, the novelist. Uh, not the novelist. He's not. awesome. <laughs> it, it's a good book. And uh, did he write anything else? Yeah. And there's one called God Knows. It was really good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's right. good in general. Sure. Joseph Heller. And, uh, but, but he came up with Heller work. And Heller work is sort of, it's this deep tissue muscle work also with therapy where you talk it out. Mm. Oh. And yeah. we talk about, uh, it's, it's like self absorbed hard on. I mean, you're just like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> I get a massage and I get to talk about me. Uh, oh, my God. That's winning. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I know that's hack at this point, but I think it applays. It yeah. does apply. Yeah. God, totally. Massaging and talking about self. Um, <laughs> Doing coke. There is that thing when you do get a massage or if you do a sort of full body stretch of some kind where you where you can flash back to those points of tension or the points at which does that ever happen to you right the, the storing of, of of emotion it's in, so in, real in your muscles sure i find it to be real too yeah. i mean it's uh i don't have i don't have a problem with most of the hippie stuff i'm i am on board people yeah and i'm skeptical skeptical about almost everything and skeptical skeptical you're skeptical pass, pass me my skeptical <laughs> let me just tell you something <laughs> it's obviously been an hour because we've digressed oh. into like silly talk <laughs> <laughs> So, but what I do want to know is, uh, is where people can go and see your work, uh, and, and like, cause I know you're both on Facebook and Twitter mm-hmm. and it's stevebenequist, uh, com. It'll be linked off of the, uh, off of the podcast. And- oh, and, um, and I do have, uh, I always put all the gigs that I do on there, uh, including, it's not up there yet, but this Sunday, the 27th of March will be, uh, Kevin Kataoka and I will be doing, appearing on a fundraiser for Japan relief. Oh, great. Oh, great. great. Downtown. Kevin- I don't know the details yet, but. Okay. Kevin Karaoke, a friend of the show, was on was on one of the old episodes um, of Japanese American. Uh, his, uh, I believe, his parents were incarcerated in the. Uh, yeah, his dad was in one of those Manzanita. Right, was in Manzanita. What do they call them? The camps for the uh, internment camps that's it. Uh, during World War Two, and uh, yeah, and a very funny man. Very funny. <laughs> so and a San Franciscan, like and yourself. a San Franciscan. Yep. Yep. There you go. He's got and, a cool Bay Area vibe. Going and so Steve, at Steve Benquist on Twitter as well, and mm-hmm. uh, Emily. 
Maya Mills, please tell us about your Facebook and Twitter moments. My Facebook, everything's Emily Maya Mills. Twitter, the Tumblr. Tumblr's got the calendar. But I also have a really fun sketch group called Birds of Prey that has a website called kawkawkaw.com. <laughs> like C-A-W? K-A-W-K-A-W-K-A-W. Uh. Uh, we've got a lot of videos up on there. I'm also on a sketch team at UCB called Hot Mess. We've got shows coming up this month and next. And uh, yeah, I think you can see the calendar stuff at the Tumblr. Cool. the Tumblr account. All right, I'll link it on the on the notes. Thank you. This has been fantastic. I uh, love having people. I like it when it just sort of organically goes from one topic to another. I kind of like it. It's uh, Sometimes when it's super intense, it's awesome. In other words, I have a good time every time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let me just say this weekend, hopefully this will come out before uh, March 27th because I'm doing a live Dork Forest, live taping of Dork Forest on March 27th on Sunday at 5 p.m. at the Vera Project in Seattle. Awesome. And my guests are going to be freaking ed brubaker who uh mm. wrote captain america and iron fist and all these marvel titles and incognito which is a sort of a witness protection program noir title uh which is an amazing comic book incognito if you get a chance to it's rad. it's uh he, guy has the superpowers and he's in the witness protection program and then of course he gets sucked back into it all <laughs> it's pretty awesome i kind of like it better than bendis's powers feel free to write me at jackie at jackiecation.com when i just said that out loud and the other guy is a guy named peter bag who is an artist and kind of a an american splendor kind of uh, cartoonist and kermit apio stand-up comic paul merrill stand-up comic i'm doing two shows gonna take two shows gonna play them Thank you so much for listening to the show. My my website has all these dates and links and everything. And uh, see you next time. Have fun dork and dork dialogue out there yourselves. Good night. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?